All right, this is Michael Barnes. Welcome back to the Awakening Innovations podcast. Uh, today, we have a really exciting guest. Um, he, his name is Cyrus Parza, and uh, he is the CEO of the AI organization. Um, he does research on artificial intelligence. Many of you have heard of it. Many of you don't understand it. Many of you don't know what it does. So we're gonna spend some time talking about that. Um, he also has, he's got some great credentials. Uh, he, he's got expertise in robotics and 5G, and he has special emphasis on China and Iran. So in addition to benefits, he's gonna tell us some of the risks and challenges that AI may pose to uh, the United States and the world in general. So welcome, Cyrus. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. So. First off, tell us a little bit about who you are. What do you do? Well, as you said, I, I research artificial intelligence. Um, I have a security background. So initially I got into artificial intelligence because of the risks that I saw posed from China. So I formed um, the AI organization about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, my background is, is Iranian. I was born in Iran. Um, Okay. We came here because there was a revolution. So I right. lived out on the East Coast for a bit, Midwest, and I've been in California for about 15, 16 years. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in national security and a master's degree in homeland security. And um, I'm really, really excited about AI, the positives, but I also, I really focus on the negatives and, and the dangers it poses humanity. And I wrote a couple of books. One is um, AI Trump China and a weaponization of robotics with 5G. And the second one is um, artificial intelligence, dangers to humanity. Excellent, excellent. That's, that's fantastic. And so obviously you know what you're talking about. So tell me a little more about what the AI organization does. Well, we work with um, a network of people uh, in terms of China to get intel out of China for, for purposes of human rights and, and risks. That, a, that AI companies are posing in China, not mm -hmm. just Chinese, but Western AI companies. So I've, I have a connection network of, of thousands of Chinese that right. I've been working with for, for years. Um, in terms of uh, here in the US, uh, merely, merely is uh, research and some development, but research and analysis of um, the current situation of artificial intelligence, emerging situation and threats of AI. Um, and future threats, so I'm sort of a futurist as well. But okay. it covers not just artificial intelligence, but um, this interconnection with 5G, robotics, machines, drones, microbots. Um, I, I coined a term called microbotic terrorism. So okay. we can get into that yeah. as well. And of course, the health benefits of artificial intelligence. So it's not just all negative, there, there's quite a Bit of health benefits in terms of um, early diagnosis. So this is this is what people um, promote. Yeah. So what what it can do is so a doctor may take two weeks to look at a bunch of different factors and come up with a conclusion may not be right, but an AI system can take in the world's data based on your case or different using different algorithms and in within ten or five minutes give an answer that could be almost one hundred percent accurate and prevent someone's, um, let's say, you know, to catch an er early stage of cancer or whatever it may be. So there's a lot of positives to, to so, it as well. So if we can actually back up a little bit, what is AI? 
So, you know, I hear all the time AI and, you know, it seems to span a whole gamut of options. You know, it all has to do with computers somewhere between, you know, the, the computer that, that uh, makes a simple decision for me and, you know, the matrix, right? Which in fact, I watched over the weekend. Um, <laughs> so, so what do you consider AI? Well, let me just answer what scientists generally consider AI first. <laughs> and I'm in agreement with it, but not 100%. Yeah. So there's three levels of artificial intelligence AI. Um, artificial narrow intelligence is what we've been used to for the past few years or even decades, which goes into your smartphones, your Alexa, your little smart robots, um, virtual assistants, and so on. These have a specific design and and uh, they're they're narrow. Okay, so yeah. the next step is is a big leap forward, but I think we're almost there, and so is Elon Musk, um, which is artificial general intelligence (AGI). And when you have AGI, you can get artificial super intelligence really really quick. And the way that will work is this: so at the moment, um, Google and let's say Chinese Baidu and so we researched over a thousand companies. Uh, I myself researched uh, 500 Chinese companies that deal with AI biometrics and, uh, and robotics. Mm -hmm. Over 600 American and European Western artificial intelligence companies. Okay. To, so I have a huge data pool when I analyze many different things. So the way artificial intelligence is developing, for instance, in China is very, very different from here. Okay. okay. So, so? you're asked, I'm sorry? How so? Oh, so they're, they're potentially on the verge of, of reaching artificial general intelligence. Okay. So they have hundreds of thousands of AI researchers and they've taken the world's data. Okay. Think about it. So they had all these researchers come here to the, to the US. They learn under the best. They were under the nose of Microsoft, Amazon, everywhere. Elon Musk has also shared his information with China. So think about it. You don't have that many researchers you do in China that you do here, right? Or uh, uh, vice versa. So when you have so many people building robots, connected to the 5G network, working on artificial intelligence, at one point, they'll, be, they'll hit a tipping point. And then they can go get to AGI. Once it gets to AGI, boom. They've gone past. That's why right now Google's working on, on quantum, quantum computing and or DeepMind, and so is um, Elon Musk. He's trying to get to it first. A lot of governments are trying to get to it. So getting to this level is very dangerous because you can harness all of humanity's data. Once you do that, that machine mm -hmm. or AI digital machine. So so AI can be in a, in a robot, or it could be in a machine or it could be in a command center, or it could just be in digital form. That can mobilize drones, machines, robotics throughout the entire planet. So it could be like a matrix. Yes. And, and, and that's possible. So, so quick question. So artificial general intelligence, how would you define that? Would that be effectively being able to think like a human? Yes, but beyond that. <laughs> it's way beyond that because so, at that point, once it gets to the level of thinking like a human being and having its own decision processes, it may have our, our faults. For instance, having envy, jealousy, pride, or emotion. 
right. once it has these things, but if it can tap into 100% of its data and of its brain capacity, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could become superhuman. So human beings, we as human beings, we can't tap into all our brain power. And there's maybe good reason for that, right? Because we could do some things like an AGI could. So an AGI could not only become conscious, but it can endanger all of humanity. Uh, Mm -hmm. So not not just by itself, but maybe a rogue government could control it. Corporation can control it. And what I call is biodigital social programming. So it's a form of social engineering. So for instance, I could sit here and manipulate you, or you can manipulate me, or someone can manipulate someone by touching them or whatever, or saying something to get, Right. Yeah. A machine can manipulate humanity by biodigital social programming. Kind of like the experiments that we hear Facebook has done and Google constantly does those sorts of things. Way beyond that. Well, so, right. Yeah, these are some examples. Yeah. <laughs> so to the 5G network, this may sound science fiction, but it can be done. Um, so we have a biometric system in our body. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have uh, neural networks. So it could send signals to all of humanity through the ecosystem, the oh. internet ecosystem, and control human beings' thoughts and their minds without them even knowing it. Okay. Manipulate all of humanity in seconds. Right. Not to say we're not manipulated anyway, because you know, <laughs> the media, you know, the media, your friends, right. everything, it's a matter of manipulation, but it's, it'll be very, very fast and people wouldn't even realize it. Right. So I think you're saying, um, Cyrus, that, that if, if you had it done right, if you had this artificial general intelligence, it wouldn't have to go through my phone. It could directly influence me. Is that what you're saying? Hundred percent. That's what I wrote in the okay. books as well, and I explain how it how it happens. It's I get, I get really deep into it, but it's a replicating process. Okay. Human beings, you know, we have these flesh bodies, and we think that our bodies are very different from machines. And if machines can be manipulated, but we can't be manipulated, like right. neural networks can be manipulated, and some people know that, like yeah. Elon Musk, he knows that. Yes. It- <laughs> As I was saying before, when we were talking, I wish that I remember the name, but I, I was watching some YouTube videos and there was a guy who was talking the opposite direction. He was actually looking at humans and then saying that, you know, the computers are very similar as well. You know, what's the difference between our flesh bodies and um, the artificial intelligence? Because it's all electrical impulses right? Whether it's in my head or it's, you know, in this desktop computer in front of me, it's lots of little impulses. So, yes. Yeah. And then let me ask you, I think I mentioned this briefly before, but you know, what, what do you consider the definition of let's call it life? Right? Because you were talking about them having emotions. (laughs) Well, so from a, from a faith perspective, people have the concept of soul, yeah uh, or a spirit or maybe a consciousness um somewhere in the middle right right scientists are or not all scientists are atheists but maybe a, maybe a lot are agnostic you know? right I, I, I can't be conclusive but they're a lot are in, in the middle sure. um they don't believe in a in a soul or or an afterlife per se but maybe they believe in a consciousness or a digital self, right? So what um, some companies are working on is trying to take your digital imprints and so you can live forever. Yeah. But here's the thing, 
if there is a soul and they're messing with that, yeah. think about the ramifications, right? right. So what if, what if something else gets in there in, in the other body and it's, yeah. it's, you get hacked? So, so you yeah. think it's the person that, that, that was the person that was you, but it's not it's somebody else because maybe there's multiple digital selves, consciousness. We don't know, right? So yeah. it, it, like for these scientists can only see what they can see. And this is only the molecular dimensions, right? So the neural networks they're dealing with is on the plane of molecules. And when they get into the atomic level, they can't see at the plane, they're only seeing at the point. So what if your digital self, as I've read before, exists in past the level of atoms and nucleus and so on and right. so on. So then where does life begin? So are you asking me, do I believe in the soul? Is that what you're asking? Uh, actually, I'm asking you, you know, is AI, should it become considered a life? Kind of like we have animal life, you know, whether we want to call it human life or not, we have animal life and plant life that we protect higher than rocks and higher than a computer on my desktop. Should AI be protected higher than just the general hardware or, or any program that I can erase any moment I want? This is a very, very tough question. <laughs> should it be nor should it because it's very dangerous yeah is it or it can be at some point yeah. this is a hypothetical question right so we have trillions and trillions of planets right multiple yeah. parallel universes yeah. science knows this right so if there are let's say um life forms and they're a digital life form they could right. hack into our robot and not let you know that they're there. I'm, I'm, I'm talking hypothetically here, right? So we're out of the realm of a normal narrow science here. I'm sorry? This is your third book that you're talking about now. <laughs> it's actually, it's in this second book. So okay. I, wrote, I wrote AI, Trump, China, and the Weaponization of Robotics. Mm -hmm. I wrote this for multiple reasons. Uh, one, because of what's happening behind the scenes between Trump, the US, and China. However, people who, who are, let's say, not conservative really either get turned off by this cover mm -hmm. or really have an emotional reaction to me. And conservatives have been oh, kind of oh, auspicious to them. So I haven't got good reception. Uh, Facebook banned the promotions immediately. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. A a a Amazon and our, our opening day somehow out of something happened, then yeah. it was cut the file. And then uh, Twitter banned the promotions until I removed this part of subtitle, which was why the world needs to support the Trump administration against China's regime. So they had me censor it. Once I removed those words, support the Trump administration against China, yeah. then Twitter approved it. And this was back in September, not when they had their politics. This book is not about politics. Only one page has about Trump. The, right. the majority is not. So I didn't name any of the companies. So the second book, which is neutral to everybody, Artificial Intelligence Dangerous to Humanity, has about 50 companies, includes um, Microsoft and Google, Baidu, a lot of Chinese different companies. So I'm, I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> I went a little bit on a tangent here. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So um, in actually, my mind flipped to your your book. So just, you know, real briefly, it sounds as though you think Trump is doing the right thing with respect to China. Is that right? 100% because, you know, Huawei is just a front cover. 
Huawei is in over 170 countries. Um, they have a lot of developers. Uh, so Huawei is just not about um, your cell phones or mm -hmm. the grid network. They can, as I put on my website, um, they can mobilize drones throughout the BRI. BRI means um, one built, one road. It connects um, the Middle East, including Iran, Africa, Europe. So they can not only survey what they can control people with drones, but also robotics because they're de de developing robots in mass. So I researched one company or multiple companies, but one of them was called McVeigh Face Plus Plus. Okay. They were a facial recognition company, right? Yeah. Then it became an AI company. Then they bought a robotics factory, multiple yeah. of them. Yeah. Irish robot. Irish robot it actually st stands for God of War, Greek God of War. So, oh, Aries. Yeah, yeah. So then their CTO says, we want 1 million robots by the year 2025. So I'm, right away, this is 2018, I'm thinking, okay, let's, I dispatch investigators. We find yeah. they're, they're, they're really um, developing not only drones and machines and robots, they're doing microbots. So How big? The, the WIS Institute, um, that's a place out of Boston. Okay. They develop robo bees for pollination. Okay. Okay. So these robo bees are really, really small. They're supposed to, you know, go anywhere, everywhere, and they yeah. can fly. Maybe that big. Then you have Draper, which works on uh, that's sort of yes. So Draper uh, has developed cybernetic um, insects, dragonflies. Mm -hmm. So they'll take a little machine pack and put it on the dragonfly. Right. And, and to do whatever they want, they'd fly around. So what China did with beetles and, and that and different things, they, um, they manipulated these, these different insects by putting not only these machines, but they're trying to put facial recognition on them. So they can do poison delivery systems. And this was my report to the White House um, in the spring 2019, uh, sometime in the middle, that we found intelligence that they were looking to well, this is a little deep, a little deep out there, but they, <laughs> they're a threat to, to the U.S. and even the, the White House because they can, the Chinese have a, you know, 5,000 year history, right. almost 23, 400 years of, of, of being an empire. They have a lot of martial arts. Mm -hmm. okay, I come from martial arts background. I live in China for almost a year in the mountains with fighting monks, Wudang monks. Wow. So I, I learned a lot of, um, you know, we train 18, 16 hours a day. Yeah. They have techniques that they do that they can put, they can poison people and you don't want to know, but six months down the line, an energy channel, which is like a neural pathway, right. breaks down. And then he goes to the hospital. Oh, there you just stress. Another one, another one, another one. Then once they start breaking down, then it goes to the organ and the organ fails. Oh, it's natural death. So right. they know how to do these things. And I took... Um, a little bit of it to the White House, and mm -hmm. um, and I wrote an article, but not specific to this. Right. So um, these interview channels, you know, they're called meridian lines. People can call them chi or or, or yeah. neural networks. But this is get, getting kind of deep. Maybe you were not expecting this. I wasn't expecting to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm good wherever you go. Uh, actually, I know that a lot of my listeners are also interested in the the energy and energy healing and energy lines and meridians and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so that's related to AI as well. 
but people okay, don't understand. Yeah. So there, there's two. So getting back to your faith thing, right? Yeah. So you had a question. What's the difference between artificial intelligence? So what science is actually like a religion in a sense. It's definitely becoming like a religion with AI. So you have people. I, I watched one video um, after I wrote my books, and the guy was saying, scientists are saying, we hope, we wish. And I went and checked it out. They are saying this. And then like Elon Musk wants to ask, um, he wants to ask uh, an AGI or a super intelligence, what is assimilation? So what it's really asking, what he wants to, what is the universe about? What's outside the universe? Who created the universe and why is right. it fake? But he wants to ask a machine this. So take all the world's data, put it into a machine and ask this. But Elon Musk doesn't have the intelligence and I'll, right. I'll make this <laughs> to understand this concept because he's asking a machine that's only at the level of molecules that right. hasn't broke, broken the atomic level. What's the simulation? The machine can't go beyond the level of atoms. And right. all, the, uh, all the data is pulling throughout the entire universe's networks is just from this dimension. So how would that AGI be able to tell Elon Musk? And you're trying to make a god? No. And then you, you have... Um, so in Japan, they've actually put machines um, in, in Kyoto. Kyoto is like the center for um, their monasteries. And they want to make that robot. No, it's, you can look it up. It's in my book, by the I, way. I'm not doubting you. I, I, so, I just hadn't heard and, and I'm surprised because you always <laughs> think of the monks as, you know, back in the Stone Ages and like wanting to stay there. No. Oh my so gosh. Japan has been infiltrated to the extreme with technology. There are people getting married to robots over there, okay? And, and yeah. not just a physical robot, they're getting married to a digital virtual robot. That's how sad it is. So these machines are being downloaded with Buddhist teachings so they can last for generations, but later yeah. on they'll just become the god. So that would have become same here with priests and so on. So my point is, you have... So people hate faith and there are some great things about the history of faith and there's some negative things about it. Sure. I, I, I can confess to both, right? And mm -hmm. people would, so, but science itself, you know, it's got as, you know, one through 12, bachelor's, master's, PhD, postdoc, and then research. It's just like the structure of a hierarchy of, a, of religious sects. Okay. And they'll discount something they can't see and they'll attack other people that don't agree with them. So yeah. I'm a scientist as well. But mm -hmm. I don't attack anyone's belief. I just look at the whole thing, picture, yeah. right? So what Elon Musk and other people want to do, they want to ask AI, are you God? Can you tell us what's going on? It's kind of, it's kind of getting there, right? So humanity is actually in danger from multiple perspectives. So if, if we do have a soul that, and we, we don't know of it for multiple reasons, then we'll get an ethic, you know, Right. Of, of philosophy and it's not really into AI as much and I may get off track here. So I think <laughs> maybe you get my point and most of your viewers probably get my point. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, right? it definitely raises interesting questions. Um, so actually I had a question back on what you were talking before. So you're saying Elon Musk, Musk wants to ask this question. I've heard stories that a number of AI when they're turned on have said really negative things, you know, essentially kill the human kind of stuff. Is that true or is that an urban myth that that happened? Well, they, did they really say it? Yes. But was it a programmed, that, that means were they programmed as a joke? Probably so. Okay. But, but again, 
it'd be the stupidest move to give machines yes. powers beyond artificial narrow intelligence because humanity is controlled by themselves anyway. There's been years of conflict. Yeah. Thousands of years of people, even today, look at what's happened. The country is being torn apart. And that's also has to do with social engineering and programming, right? So people hated President Trump. They hate him now, right? But when let's say when he was a little bit of a, a you know, ladies man and he, he was a casino guy and he was, um, you know, in the entertainment industry, a lot of the left loved the guy and the conservatives hated him. Yes. And then he comes in and he starts protecting um, what's happening to this country via China. Yeah. Then conservatives like, oh yeah, we, we got to, you know. Yeah. And then all the liberals who liked him, they go the opposite. So it's like, I'm yeah. in the middle, right? I, I I really respect what he's doing with China and mm-hmm. Iran, and China threatens. So China has had people in concentration camps since, um, well, since the 90s, really, but since 19 especially in 1999, 2000, Tibetans found out for Christians, um, uh, Uyghurs, and democracy advocates. And they've, they've been known to or, do organ harvesting, organ trafficking. There's 1.5 billion people over there. So right. now the news has been coming out. I've done a lot of lectures on this and had diplomats come over. And just let me throw out, I heard today, I don't remember where, probably NPR or something, where they were saying that China has more um, journalists in prison than anywhere else in the world. I mean, granted, they've got more population, but still, it's further along what you're talking about. And yeah, the Uyghurs and, and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And they use, so in the book, uh, I disclosed it um, mm-hmm. in the summer that they're using AI technology and facial recognition and biometrics to hunt people, hmm. not just people of faith, journalists, lawyers, yeah. judges, doctors, whoever doesn't toe on the line with the communist regime. And what they want to do is they want to give this regime the total control over quantum computing artificial intelligence. Hmm. So so in the book, I explain how they can enslave all of humanity, including America. So what they can do is control the American companies. And what they were doing, look at the NBA, they've been doing that for 20 years. I've been trying to get on on TV, right? No media will have me on because they, Fox News had me on in 2011. Oh, had the Secretary of State on uh, of Canada. I put him on. The next day, the video was off because someone complained uh-huh. about the organ harvesting. Oh, it's not true. Yeah. Okay. And now they went to the UN and so many. So whenever something comes up about oh, other companies or, or China, the media are pressured by their producers who have inner relationships with other, other right. companies and other producers. And there's like the NBA has caved to china on on something recently and there um you may not follow up but i think it was a video game company called league of legends i think is the one but there was another um a, a video game company somebody was speaking out for uh hong kong and the chinese government complained and this company they had this team had already won the tournament been gotten their money and the, the gaming company kicked them out and took the money back. <laughs> it, it's, it's horrible. And, you know, in Hong Kong, so we, we broke it um, in early October with an article that went viral um, all over the Far East, that they, would, they were embedding uh, Chinese, Chinese paramilitary inside of the police of the Hong Kong. Mm. They were using AI technology 
and, and facial recognition and other biometrics to hunt people down. So there were a lot, an increase of suicides from men jumping off of apartment buildings yeah. and, and um, females drowning. So someone says to me, we have intel. Those are, those are not suicides. They're fake suicides. So I'm, and I researched, and I think they've actually been raped. So I had, I had dispatched people. They investigate. They come back. Yep, everything is correct. So wow. I run the article. Then a Chinese outlet, NTTV, they run it. Boom, it becomes viral in China. And I ask people to run in here, everybody looks the other way. Then a, a month later, Bloomberg, oh yeah, there is facial recognition. Because I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, tw I'm tweeting to the Bloomberg person, hey, you wanted to cover this? Right. And then, and then uh, two months go by, New York Times, oh, Yugers, facial recognition, uh, biometrics. I'm like, well, they're in both of my books. Yes. And I'm trying to warn people even for years and nobody wants to cover me. And, um, and th there is an interrelation with the media as well because they have each other's back. They want to be the one to expose something right. and they're delaying things. And this is called complicity. So I, I included uh, in the book something called the Genocide Convention Complicity Clause. This can be applied not only um, to governments, to rogue governments, to leaders, but to the media, the producers, Mm -hmm. And, and even the reporters and lawyers or anyone else, anyone who's complicit in genocide and doesn't want to hear your stuff. So we've been taking notes everywhere we go. Whoever is declining, we're putting all this in an entire database. And this is not right. going to go to the United Nations. It'll also go to the U.S. as well. It's going to be huge in the future. When you find out that millions of people have been in camp for 20 years and the Western technology has been used to kill people for the origins and hunt them, right. put in concentration camps, for years, and then, so David Madish and David Kilgore, um, they're very, you look them up, they're very big. Um, what were those names again? David Madish is a high Benai council, um, and he's a Nobel nominee, and he's been working on um, organ trafficking for you know about 10 or 15 years. And he's also a Nazi hunter, he researches you know genocide and so on. And um, he's been, he's a, he's a very famous lawyer. David, David Kilgore, he's the former Canadian Secretary of State, mm -hmm. Asia Pacific. I brought him to a couple of lectures. So they wrote a book in 2009 called Bloody Harvest. After 2006, they broke the story. And in 2009, it concluded that 42,500 organ transplants were unaccounted for. Right. And in 2016, on their website, which is norganpillaging.org, they concluded that they updated it, that 60 to 100,000 organ transplants are unaccounted for every year, per year, since the early 2000s. So mm. you add that number and you're like, wait, that goes over a million that organ transplants are unaccounted mm. for. Yeah. And those are only the concentration camps. And the, so what they did was, okay, China says, okay, we have 3,000 organ donations. That's how many transplants we've done. They'll go like, all these people flew from India, from Europe, from America getting organs, and they got a number of like 100,000. And then they go look at the, the, the hospitals and they count all the hospitals and the hospitals like, we've done 200 here, we've done 500 here, we've yeah. done 5,000 here. And they get 120,000 transplants, the Chinese government says, we have 3,000. Right. And this happened every year. So they're right. like, oh, 3,000 hearts donated, but these people found that 100,000 were right. all and I interviewed. I interviewed a lot of people who've been tortured. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy named Chen Jing. I brought him to a couple lectures. 
And he was hung upside down. The first, he was a former government communist official, by the way, high ranking, upside down for eight or nine days, made mm. to stand for an entire month, all kinds of torture, and just to recount his faith in Falun Dafa. Left and right. Falun Gong, Falun Dafa, Christians, yeah. Uyghurs, all of them, they're, they're, they're made, the females are raped, the males mm. are butchered, and, mm. and they, they took his blood samples. He didn't know why, and he took everybody's blood samples. Okay, and this was, mm -hmm. I'm interviewing this guy in 2010, right? And a lot of people like him. They're taking blood samples, checking your eyes, all kind of your skin. If they're beating these people up, what's the point of taking their blood samples and skin and health, right? So he said one night his cellmate got taken out. And then two hours later, he was standing, he was looking out of his little cage and he saw him being dragged away and there was a white sheet on him. And out of the white sheet, um, there was, uh, he saw blood and there was a hole somewhere mm -hmm. in his body. And he was just, he didn't know. He just thought he was killed. But right. later when he gets to uh, the U.S. and then he talks to all these people. So these, these um, Ethan Gutman is another one out of, out of uh, the U.K. And um, he researched, he wrote a book as well. And then um, a lot of people have researched. There was a tribunal that found China guilty in England. Okay. And Trump talked about it too. Yeah. at the recent UN. So they went and interviewed people all around the world and they hadn't talked to each other. And they, yeah, we were blood sampled too. So the ones who were let go are the ones who recanted their faith in their, in their faith, whatever mm -hmm. it was, and swore allegiance to the communist regime. They were let go and, or they were sickly. Right. So well, they were too old. So the young ones they kept. This, this is not something I'm making up, although it's in the book. So this book, these two books that I have, I recommend the second one um, because it has uh, the, the data of, of the- Wait, So that's artificial intelligence, dangerous to humanity. Dangerous to humanity. It's not just about uh, artificial intelligence. It, it links, you know, there's five or six pages about, you know, concentration camps, organ harvesting, organ trafficking, um, yeah. it, but also gives into really deep, uh, things about AI. I mean, I yeah. talk about replication so softwares. I mean, it, some people that are in quantum uh, physics would understand some things. Uh, some people like Elon Musk would understand it. The majority, the majority of people will understand it. You have to be really deep into like the most deepest of AI right. developing this stuff to understand some of the things I talk about at the end of it. So it's current, emerging, and future. But anyway, um, that's why I got to the dangers because if this is happening in China and they can control the world through the uh, one bell bottom road mm -hmm. and under the previous administrations, no, nothing was being said and they were just taking the ass to this country. Right. What would happen to America and our constitution? Yeah. You know, I, I left Iran and I was, I remember they had me stand up in line. Everyone would say, Magbar America, right? That's what they would say. Which mag is Latin for muerte, which is which is uh, death. Bar mm -hmm. for America. America. I never did it. Okay? okay. So, and I think it was the fifth or sixth uh, sixth day, and the person noticed me and came up and just big slap in my face. I was six, seven years old. Yeah. I didn't take kindly of that. So, next time you do it. So she goes back in the row, and this is Nazi style. They have you, you know, yeah. lined up. So I. Uh, when she's coming, I just say, which is the, <laughs> the supreme leader of, of 
out yeah. of the country. You say this at that time, you're dead, right? Your family's dead. They grabbed me. I had long hair as I sort of do right now. They dragged me down, beat me up a little bit, and grabbed scissors. The principal came and said, this is un-Islamic for you to have long hair. Hmm. Start cutting my hair and they stabbed me into, the, into my head. Hmm. I bled all over my face. Six, seven years old. Yeah. And then a bunch of other people come in. They're, they're with the office. What should we do in Farsi, they're saying, or in Persian? Call the pastars. Pastar is like the kind of like the secret police right. uh, or the negative kind. So another one's, no, just send him home. What yeah. about his family? I didn't, so I heard this stuff from, I didn't know what it was, but I just knew Khomeini was bad. I'm six, seven years old, right? Yeah, I yeah. still remember this to this day. So I come to this country and I live in China and I see, you know, sure, people have some negative stories, President Trump, about his past or Sure. His, his notions about the border, but if they look at the global picture, humanity is in danger. Right. And in comparison, and and if he's working in this direction or to protect us somewhat on this direction, then maybe cut him some slack occasionally. Especially with China. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job. Not just him, his entire administration. Mm -hmm. um, with, with China, they're, they're, they're on it. Yeah. So, and I was just hoping to get more media attention for, you know, I, I researched over a thousand companies with my team and yeah. no media would take us and the book. And I appreciate you having me on your show. Absolutely. Um, it's been uh, fascinating. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Do you have any more questions? Well, so, so we're, we're a little over time, but I still want to ask you, you were talking earlier about 5G. Yes. Can you quick talk about the danger of 5G. Okay, so the danger of 5G, as I put in the book, is by digital social programming. That's that's really deep, very very deep. Right. So, Bio digital social programming. It's a it's a coinite term. It's very sophisticated, way beyond um, social engineering, and it's very very sophisticated. But 5G, you can be surveilled at such a fast rate by so many things, not just the government, not just corporation, not just your friends, not just rogue networks. You can be surveilled by, by artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even know it. You can be controlled by it. Um, it can dispatch machines, drones. It can develop into what the matrix is and right. fast. So, so how can it influence a human? How can AI influence a human? I say it already has, and it already does. So I, I'm, we have a loss. I have a lawsuit coming tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Stay on your show. Maybe you'll hear about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, it, it'd be a very nice one. And it's, it's for the safeguarding of humanity. And okay. I would like, I hope media takes um, attention to this lawsuit. Right. It's yeah. going to be very, very big. And how does, it's very, it's a very deep discussion to get into it, but just like I said, by, it can control the neural networks in your body. It, right. it would take an hour to explain this, really, uh, maybe even two hours. It's just so yeah. deep. But so, so just in general, I think what you were saying earlier, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. The way that our brains work, the way that our bodies work is electrical impulses. Yes. And so in some manner, what, you know, the details don't matter. All these waves going through the air that make my phone do something. They cause electrical impulses yes. in some specific manner in my phone, like yes. computer. Yes. You're just a receiver. And yes, exactly. If you know and understand how to send the right 
impulses yes and my body will receive it just the way that my cell phone does exactly that's what i wrote in the book but i i i explain exactly how it happens so people yeah. are being controlled by their phones and they don't know it they're completely being programmed their thoughts are no longer theirs and they don't they think it is because it's controlling their biometric system and their organs whether it's their so chinese ha, have a, a concept mm -hmm. so they believe different organs uh, relate to different emotions. Yeah. So for instance, lungs could relate to um, sadness or fear. Um, heart could relate to anger or could be a liver. It depends on who you talk to. Kidneys could be relate to fear or over-sexualized activity or thoughts, right? right? So, and they say, well, people lose their hair faster because they have weaker chi in their kidneys, which, okay. is, which is through my biometric studies, I've seen something related to that so what happens is when you're viewing these phones and you're playing with them the content and the apps and the content that's being sent to you is programming you through your through your organs your biometric system and your thoughts mm -hmm. so it creates replicating uh, software in your body and that makes you a program then the phone itself it has an artificial narrow system that programs you as well when so when you actually pick up this film the first day and you turn it on mm -hmm. it becomes alive when it touches your hand you don't sense it people who maybe did a lot of a lot of uh deep deep maybe meditation that can feel the neural network process in their body uh so i i did 20 years of it yeah so i lived with the monks in, in china up in the mountains not just martial arts we, we trained we train to feel all these neural networks. Right. Uh, so people who can feel this that can actually feel what happens, how the signals are sent from the phone inside your hand and how it travels to different organs and goes up to different areas. So for instance, it goes into here and it comes into your eyes and, and, and different areas in your pineal gland as well. So it'll go into here and then into your pineal gland. Well, so once it goes into pineal gland, it has created a symbiotic system with you. Hmm. almost like a parasitical system. Okay. So and Elon Musk, he knows not a hundred percent of this, but cause he doesn't have these um, anyway, but he even said, this is a symbiotic relationship. We want to merge with AI for us to survive. That's what he says. We have to merge with AI. That's what Elon Musk said. So he knew, even he knows that it starts connecting with you. Yeah. So does that make sense? So yeah. people are no longer themselves. They haven't been for a while and they think it is, it's completely controlled. If, if you believe in a religion or soul, your soul, if you believe in your digital self, your digital, if you believe in your networks, your mind is controlled and people don't know the entire humanity, including the media. <laughs> and, and so let me ask as, as kind of closing out, what do we do? So I put I that in the book as a world. <laughs> so I put that in the book. I have a website, the AIorganization.com. Um, and there's some things I didn't put in the book, but there's a lot to say. But for now, uh, I 100 percent think that we should not have any development to AGI, but we have to stop China from doing that. Right. And yeah. Russia needs to stop doing it. Secondly, we can't have. So you look at what happened in China. People who were selfish or just wanted to make money out of China went into China and destroyed America 
because of cheap labor, right? Mm -hmm. People lost their jobs, but also they developed the concentration camps a hundredfold because all the money was coming in, right? right? Made in China stuff. You're in a camp, you're building, you know, Bart Simpson stuff, right? Yeah. So for AI, even Elon Musk and really intelligent people have said, this is the end of us, if you see in Hawking's, it's the end of us if you do it wrong. Right. We cannot have AI scientists or scientists be in charge of risk management for this because one, they're emotionally attached to it. What, emotionally attached to it. Two, they can be emotionally in, uh, um, influenced or manipulated. Yeah. You can't have anyone who cares about money yeah. or their fame um, yeah. to, to, to be this risk assessment uh, uh, organization. That's why I created the AI organization, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying I'm this person. I like to be, but I, I'm not there. Right. So you have to have a bunch of people who care about human life and humanity and can't be manipulated and be so righteous and so strong and, and self-aware. And, and these people have to basically be a watchdog and control the AI's development. If they don't, these little scientists who just like read some books and get their PhDs and yeah. I'm Dr. This, I'm Dr. That, no offense, please don't get upset. Uh, this is what happens. And, right. But this is, could be the end of humanity. And, and as you said earlier, Sears, um, science is amoral, not immoral. It yes. simply, it, it looks at facts, right? You yes. know, what can we do? Um, it very rarely asks the question, should we do it? And this is a perfect example. And I don't know if you're willing to tell people or if we've got to buy the book, but are there people who can fulfill that role? Yes. Okay. I like to work to be one of them, but I'm not getting the media attention. Yeah. Um, uh, I spent almost a half a million dollars on my research and, and, you know, I went to one media and they start taking our platform and stealing our ideas and going to white house saying, saying, yeah. Oh, AI drones, 5G, social programming, social engineering, and going through all their networks. And they don't know much about this stuff, but so this is again called selfish and they're conservatives. So I, I, yeah, I yeah. wrote the first book and it's supposed to have the conservatives support me. Yeah. I did it. I wrote the second book. It's supposed to have people on the left support me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and people come to me, Cyrus, majority of Americans have this IQ. They want to, no, you're wrong. It's because the media blocks it. If they were to read these books, they would go, right. oh, okay, I understand. It's not freaking, I'm not any more smarter than you or him. Yeah. It's just a matter of research. It's all it is. We all have the same brain. Yeah, so, so I'm curious, right? So you say that they've got to be strong, they can't be manipulated, and that kind of stuff. I look around and don't see many people like that. Um, is there like a special breed of people like this? Some hidden cache of them somewhere in the world? Because we need more of them. <laughs> I tried to be that way for years. I haven't reached there. So it's very, very difficult. Um, yeah. It has to do with self-cultivation. Uh, you know, in the past, people... Um, if they had a religion or they didn't, they looked at virtues, virtue, just to be a good person, but also right. self-discipline yourself in every way possible. So did I self-discipline myself in the interview? No, I didn't. I may have insulted a few of your viewers, but the, the PhD people or yeah. maybe the left or right. But, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, but, well, it's just, uh, you know, I have to watch what I say. And I'm just a very direct person. And I say, hi, right. I think. So I have a lot of faults myself, right? But I'm very candid. So I think if everybody looked inside, including myself, and try to daily improve themselves, be kinder to their friend, kinder to their family members, be kinder to everybody, 
and not cheap people. And not, see, these, it's these organs that actually move people's brains. It's their, it's their hormones and their emotions. Going after a woman or a guy, going after, being moved by a movie or a music. And once you listen to that stuff, that replicating software is inside of you. Right. So it's actually reprogramming you and you don't even know it. So, yeah. so something I wrote in the book, this is really getting deep and AI will, uh, will actually prove my point later. Whatever you listen to, that person's character goes inside of you and it replicates inside of you because their voice has a certain frequency. Yeah. And if you look into that voice at the micro level, at the macro level, you look at the micro level, you see that it has certain qualities and there is coding that went into that voice. Mm -hmm. that, that coding relates to their emotions and their, their, their biometric and neuro, neural pathways. Yeah. You go deeper, it goes into their character, how they are. So if, if someone's a rapper and they're saying these girls and shoot the cops and this and that, that stuff is going into a person. So it depends on how strong a neural network's on. If a neural network is not very strong, they can be manipulated to do stuff like that. If it's very in the middle, they're kind of like, so video games, they're actually training people to kill. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people's neural networks are strong. But some people, someone who has maybe an emotional breakdown yeah. or has uh, things that go wrong in their life, that simulation neural network that they got from viewing and playing all those video games has replicating software inside of them, inside mm -hmm. their biometric system. So when it comes out, it becomes alive. And it could, so the whole world, if you look at it, all the Hollywood watching the movies, um, all the music, had a lot of violence in it and a lot of taking advantage of people and right. beating up on people. And we should be like Cinderella in a sense. If you look at the 50s and 40s and 50, people, the depiction of the movies, I'm not saying the people were any much better, but the depiction people were very um, virtuous and kind to each other. Yeah. Um, and they had a, a certain respect for it, even if it was fake, right? So right. the Japanese yeah. like that. But we should, I, I should be, I should um, be kind to anybody, even if they harm me. And, and, and don't have negative thoughts towards them. And I'm working on that. So I need to work on myself to be a better person. So Absolutely. that's my, that's my answer to you. And it, yeah. we all do, we all do. So thank you so much, uh, Sirius Parsa. Um, can you tell us again, the names of your books, where do you get them? So, uh, first one is AI Trump China and the weaponization of robotics with 5g. Um, if you don't like president Trump or, or if you don't, uh, if you want to see some data and companies, um, you can get the second book. Um, if you have a good understanding of AI, um, you don't need data and, and the companies, you, you can just get this. But there's more to this one, actually. I've added more things, not just the company names. The second one is Artificial Intelligence, Dangerous to Humanity. Mm -hmm. and as, as it covers uh, AI, US, China, big tech, facial recognition, drones, smartphones, IoT, 5G, robotics, cybernetics, and biodigital social programming um you can go to my website it leads to the three different outlets which is the ai organization.com um, okay having i'm having a show come out in three days it's going to nice. come cover these things it's called the ai organization it will be on youtube okay and, uh, excellent four days i do have a lawsuit coming out tomorrow yep. and it's hopefully the media picks it up and i'll share that with you and uh it's a very, very interesting lawsuit. Maybe people think maybe I'm crazy, but really smart ones will say, wow, that's good. We need that. Let's support that. And I hope right. everybody supports that. The crazy one's the one who changed the world. Absolutely. <laughs> and well, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way? 
So if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to, um, you can email me at consult at the AI organization.com. Um, you can go to Twitter um, at AI organization. Uh, and then we have a Facebook, but the, uh, also there's my personal Twitter. I don't have too many followers because my, my picture shows this on there and people <laughs> automatically hate it or don't understand it. And yeah. this really to get the White House's attention, the president's attention, which they have in the back end. They know about the book, they know about me, but they're waiting because there is geopolitics involved yeah. and he's getting impeached. And people understand if he gets impeached and removed, they're right now interfering what's happening in China because people are dying in these camps. Right. And Trump wants to stop these deaths from happening, but he can't because there's money involved with their Wall Street and they can crash their economy and hurt Americans. Um, so he needs the left support. She can't do what left. And secondly, China has weapons too, right? Yeah. Every time China, uh, uh, the Trump administration pushes on China, Iran does something because China goes, okay, do this, gives them this, right. and they cause some havoc in the Middle East. And then Russia, Russia is being programmed by, um, influenced by China because they're getting their 5G technology and it's going through Siberia and other places. So the problem with Russia is they'll get taken over by China if they keep on following China. Mm -hmm. and so the Trump administration really is, is in a corner. The Europeans are making fun of them. They don't understand and they don't care. They're being complicit in genocide in China, which yeah. that means these politicians can be charged with complicity. Right. Well, and, and look what's happening. So it's very complex. People don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I think I do. And you'll see, because everything I've called in the book, a lot of things come true. If you actually read the whole book and you're like, wait a second. And then my reports given to the CIA prior to that secret service. Whoa, how the hell did he know this stuff? Yeah. You research a thousand companies and when you yeah. have this network, you will know. So yeah. I, I just hope I get some support from uh, not just the media people and um, almost out of money. So I'm, I did this really because I, 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 I believe that humanity is in danger. And right. I want to. So what is your Twitter handle again? Uh, personal is uh, Cyrus A. Parsa one. And you'll see this image, AI Trump China. Um, and I have a shorter hair there. And okay. then the, the, the company Twitter is at um, AI Twitter. I'm uh, sorry, at AI organization. So, but if you go to my website, it leads to that. It's okay. theaiorganization.com. We'll have videos out in three days. And uh, again, if for people on the left, I'm not against you, and people on the right, I'm not against you. I'm really. Um, You're for humanity. I'm humanity. I really, really am. So, so yeah. I would encourage all of the listeners out there go check him out, go check out his books, uh, check him out on Twitter, and apparently we'll hear something about a lawsuit probably before this comes out. But And, and you're going to have videos on. Um, theaiorganization.com coming out soon as well by youtube but then um google may be pissed tomorrow and, <laughs> and, they, and they may they may uh you know infringe because i'm not suing youtube but yeah. but youtube uh yeah. if they do that there's no lawsuit so i hope not this, right i'm not against the google workers i'm not against the google employees okay and 
I think they're victims as well. I really Google employees. I really think you guys are victims. I think all of humanity is, vic is, is a victim to a certain degree. And yes. this has been going on for a thousand years. War of kingdoms, selfishness, fighting against tribes. It's still happening today in a digital sense. Right. Okay? But it's, it's, but AI, it'll go digital to physical. And once it goes physical, these, these movies with Matrix and Terminator, they didn't yeah. come out for no reason, okay? <laughs> so. I, I was going to mention Skynet before um, from Terminator. I always, so apparently, last thing, apparently the Air Force, I think it was, actually created a program that's in space called Skynet. Can you imagine a dumber, dumber PR thing? I mean, really? <laughs> well, you know, talking about PR... You know, PR News, Newswire, it's the biggest uh, news company and uh, in, in news um, agency in the country. They, they publish your, um, your press releases for you and it goes to centers. So I try to have them do this the first time. Yeah. They declined it. It said slanders to China, Huawei, yeah. and a bunch of companies. So uh, what? <laughs> so then I go to another company and then they, then they put the book uh, up and it goes to them. Then I try to run an article, uh, which is my website, called um, uh, Huawei AI, how they rule the world with the, on the drones, machines, and so on. And they write back, oh, they're declining this because, because no, you have to take the word China and Huawei. It's slanderous and libelous. I'm like, they're in danger of humanity. In danger to you. Are you sorry. Well, that's slanderous. <laughs> so, so the, the, I'm like, okay. How about I take out the word Huawei? Just put China, rogue in China. Okay, that's fine. So I do that. Oh, they came back and said, sorry, we can't do any of your press releases. Um, you have to completely take out inside your article too, anything in your risk related to China. I'm like, you're, you're, it's a conspiracy, it's corruption. This is, yeah. so they prevented me from, uh, fr from getting my information to the senators. And so I had my Chinese networks go everywhere, AI, drones, <laughs> that's the same as me, right? And then with the one media network that does China stuff, they just copy all my stuff and went over and said, oh yeah, drones, AI, bioengineers have in China and they didn't give me any credit. So I'm like, this is the stuff that happens that divides the country, conservatives, liberal, it's like the whole thing. It's like, ah. Uh. So, and they waited. This could have, three months ago, it could have been national news. Mm -hmm. uh, my findings, what, what's happening in the camps with the AI, or even yeah. five months ago, right? But nobody picks it up. So this is complicity. I wish the good-hearted people in the media, you look inside as well, and give us a chance. And, and I, I want the world to talk about this, because yeah. it's very, very serious. I think it's an important conversation to have. Whatever you think, right? No matter where you come down on it, we have to be able to have the conversation. So um, again, Sirius Parsa, I really appreciate you coming on. And these are some extraordinarily uh, important topics to be covering and, and again, talking about. And that's what America is supposed to be all about. We can talk about anything and, you know, the alarm bells are sounded. Some people believe it, some won't, some won't. but shutting them off is not what we're supposed to be doing. So uh, hopefully this will help get the word out a little bit. The pleasure be on your show. Um, thank you for letting me speak openly. I Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks. Okay.